Hello and welcome to No Name Sports. This is Bob Marshall. Thank you for joining me on the... This is being recorded on the first Sunday of the NFL season, 13 September. Thank you for joining me. It's been a little while since I've done a podcast episode. A lot of things have gone on. Some uh, NBA and the NHL are in their bubbles, working on their post uh, their seasons. The NCAA football season has started. Uh, this is, Like I said, this is NFL Week 1. And Major League Baseball continues to head towards the playoffs in the beginning of the season. Um, right now, it is about 1.30 Mountain Time, and it is beginning of the fourth quarter for a lot of games. As a Browns fan, it's uh, 38-6 uh, Ravens over the Browns. So um, they are who we thought they were, I guess, when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. But just some early, early stuff that we might uh, have found out in the beginning of this, the first, the first half of the first game's of the season, you have uh, the Falcons are, be, are losing to the Seahawks. Looks like they're going to lose that game. Uh, no matter how you dress the Atlanta Falcons in new uniforms or not, they appear to be the Falcons. Um, and then you have the Bills are, are whooping up on the Jets. They look pretty good. Uh, one game in particular that I would like to draw people's attention to is the Packers. Uh, currently 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter, so it's still still some time. But the Packers are winning 29-18 to 18 over the Vikings. And Aaron Rodgers is 25 of 36 for 265 yards and three touchdowns, which shows you that Aaron Rodgers might not be as uh, old as we thought when they drafted Jordan Love. Uh, I know it's the first game of the season, but the Vikings are supposed to be contender for the division, and I still think they are. Uh, just the, it is the first game of the season, but I don't think uh, Aaron Rodgers is as bad off as people might have thought, and he has a lot more left in the tank than um, I thought. I think people realize. But um, so far in these games, and fl- flicking around, I, like I said, I watched the Browns game uh, predominantly because that's my team. But it appears that there are some teams who could have used a preseason. Uh, due to COVID, the preseason was canceled, and these teams have only been together for six weeks. Um, some of the younger teams, again, like the Browns uh, and the Jets, uh, for instance, who were just getting uh, taken care of as well, by the Bills, twenty-one to ten, they look like teams who haven't had a lot of time to play together and to to spend to be able to get to know each other, read, read each other's timing. And it's again, we'll see as it comes on uh, throughout the day and into tomorrow on Monday night. But the uh, the Buccaneers, the Tom, sorry, the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's play here this afternoon, and it's going to be interesting to see how that team clicks. Uh, they've got a lot of new pieces on that team. It doesn't even look like the same team that had. Uh, Jameis Winston at quarterback last year, uh, Bruce Arians, was able to bring Tommy uh, out of New England into the nice weather of Tampa Bay. But it's going to be interesting to see how long it takes some teams who were supposed to be pretty good to look pretty good. Um, on Thursday night, the season opener, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, looked very, very good. They looked like the team who won the Super Bowl and they look actually they looked better on Monday night than they did in or sorry Thursday night than they did in the Super Bowl. Um, they look dangerous. Uh, they have a running back now, Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Uh, isn't that's something they didn't have last year? So now they have a running back on top of that already dangerous offense. And it's going to be interesting to see if possibly the Chiefs could uh, take a run at sixteen and zero. I think the Ravens and the Chiefs both have a serious chance. I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying but um, they could both possibly run and have a very, very, very good season there. 
uh, in Kansas City and Baltimore. But so it's it is the beginning of the season. It's great to to have football back. It's great to have that kind of normalcy back. And these stadiums are empty, and that's something it's gonna take some getting used to. Uh, watching some of these games, uh, the only two team there's only two games this week to have fans. Uh, the Chiefs did on Thursday night, and the Jaguars do in Florida as well. Um, again, the Browns Ravens game has uh, nobody in the stands, and they have some you know fan noise and stuff. But if you're a sports fan and you've been watching the 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 baseball season, the NBA, and the NHL, um, you've kind of grown used to fake fan noise and uh, other ways of getting people, you know, to keep you watching the game, and it's whatever. It's it's not the same, but, you know, it's sports is sports. So this is a, a sense of normalcy. Um, this season has already become kind of a social justice, social justice season, and uh, it's going to – some people are going to say, you know, I'm not watching this because of X or Y and Z. Um, I hope if you're listening to this, you're not one of those people and you're not letting other people's decisions take something from what you hate. Or, sorry, from what you like. Uh, don't let don't let people speaking out and ruin, ruin something. Football's always been a big part of my life. It traces back to watching with my grandfather as a kid and I've always liked football and always will like football. And I hope it's something that... Uh, other people doing some things because to speak out against what they think is right doesn't keep you from from enjoying what you enjoy, what sports might be. So please don't let politics influence your life to where you no longer have fun and enjoy life. Uh, college football is also going on right now. Um, an abbreviated college football. It's it's very odd. This is the second week of the season, um, and. There's only three power. Three of the Power Five conferences are playing: uh, the ACC, the SEC, who doesn't start for another two weeks, and the uh, Big Twelve. And even then, there's no one there at the games. But there is somebody at the games. Uh, Notre Dame played Duke. I watched some of that game yesterday. It was it was a fun game to watch because it was football. But this all feels very weird. Uh, late, early in August, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceled their seasons outright and they followed got followed by the uh, Mountain West and the Mac as well. The Big 10 uh plans to vote within the next day or two possibly today uh which is the 13th of September on if they're going to play this season at all. Originally like oh we're not going to play. The Big 10 and the Pac-12 all they had to do was come out and say hey, we're going to we're going to wait and see. We need to see what happens before we make a decision. And that's okay. I don't think anyone would have been upset had they come out and said, we don't know what's going to happen. So you know what? We're going to postpone and we will revisit on X date. Sports have continued to get played. Uh, Major League Baseball had a big issue with COVID early on, but they seem to figure it out. Players have been suspended by their team and and suspended by the Major League Baseball for not following uh, COVID policies it has gotten better but college football is in danger of of screwing things up and it's it's regardless of what your opinion is on the whole covid situation it's it's, it's weird to see the pac 12 and the pack and the big 10 just be like no we're not playing and then their coaches came out you know ryan day from ohio state being one of the leading leading ones said no this isn't right we need to play football um regardless if you agree with it or not the I think the Big Ten will play football this year. Um, I believe the first. I think the first time a game they'll play this year will be 
the first weekend in October, which will be October 3rd. Um, it's, I think it'll happen. There's no reason why they shouldn't, and I think it's only a matter of time before it does happen. But uh, college football is weird this year. Sports in general are weird, but in the NHL and the NBA, they're in the bubbles. Uh, NHL is in Edmonton and Toronto, and the NBA is in Orlando. And uh, the NBA has been complaining about um, ratings falling. And part, they, a lot of people will go out here and they'll blame the social justice. And there's too much advocacy going on in the NBA. And they don't care about the game and everything else. And I don't believe that. I I don't I haven't believed it in a while. If you listen to some of my previous episodes, the NBA's product is not very good. Plain and simple. Um, it's a lot of ISO ball with players standing at the top of the key and the other not, and someone guarding him, and the other eight players are standing around picking their nose, and that's not fun football. Or I'm sorry, fun basketball to watch. It's not enjoyable sport. So. And now the fact that it's not basketball season. It is September. Um, I get the whole COVID break, but the NBA has more issues than social justice. And if look, if people want to speak out and they that's their platform, fine. Um, I personally think people are kind of getting tired of hearing LeBron James talk, which as a Cleveland fan, I was tired of hearing LeBron James talk years ago, even when he was in Cleveland. But... Overall, I don't think it has. It might have something to do with social justice, but I don't think we can sit here and honestly look ourselves and say that's why the NBA, no one's watching the NBA. No one's watching the NBA because it's boring. Because James Harden and, and Russell Westbrook are on the same team. There's only one ball, so they're just going to stand there and play ISO ball, which is why they got knocked out of the playoffs. Get to the Lakers. It's not a fun product. It's not an enjoyable product, and now that. They're under a bit of more of a microscope because of COVID and playing in this time of year. And there's other sports going on. Um, baseball is getting close to the end, so baseball fans are watching this. NFL's back, and if you're a football fan, you know football fans are pretty rabid people. The NBA's ratings hurt right now because it's not basketball season. So you have a bad product out of season, and it's not going to work out. But I mean, overall. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. The NFL season, though, does look like it's going to be a fun one uh, overall. Just because, I mean, there's a lot going on. The In the AFC North, the, the Ravens are really good. The Bengals have Joe Burrow, who could possibly be good. The Browns are the Browns. They're either going to be really good or really bad. You don't know what's going to happen. And then the Steelers, you have Ben Roethlisberger. Is Ben Roethlisberger's... Career close to being over? I would say yes. But we'll see. We'll find out uh, Monday night when they play the Giants. Um, in the AFC East, someone has to win the division. Cam Newton's leading the Patriots. The Patriots lost a lot of talent this year. When uh, Tommy left, as well as other players left as well. A lot of players sat out because of COVID. Uh, the Bills look good right now. The Dolphins um, haven't played yet. Um, Tua Tagovailoa doesn't appear to be the starter. Uh, at least going into week one, but they're also not playing for him to, planning for him to play at all this year. So what's going to go on there? The Jets, just from week one, appear to be the Jets. Um, Adam Gase is terrifying. He doesn't look like he's a, he's a good head coach, and I think that, that, that shows there in, in, in 
in New York. The AFC South, uh, you have the Texans, who look like possibly the, the the team to beat there. The Colts have Phillip Rivers, an old Phillip Rivers, but it's a better quarterback than what they had last year. The Jacksonville Jaguars have Gardner Minshew, and you got someone like Gardner Minshew always kind of makes it interesting going into your season because he can be he can be really good, but he can also be very bad. So what to expect out of Gardner Minshew? Nobody knows. Will it be a fun? Will it be fun to watch? You're dang right. But the Tennessee Titans too. They had that great year last year. Can Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry continue that? Uh, I hope so. I like to see that team do good, but I don't think Ryan Tannehill will be able to, to sustain that kind of success. And I think the Titans will struggle to go eight and eight. I I, I don't see it. But and then the uh, the AFC West. That's the Chiefs. Sorry, Chiefs. At worst, are third are a thirteen and three team. They don't lose more than three games. They're a hell of a team. There's a really good chance they're going to the Super Bowl again this year and have a really good chance of winning it. Uh, the NFC East as well is always uh, always interesting as the, the Dallas Cowboys will uh, will be 8-8. Eight and eight. And then Dak Prescott will complain because he won't get paid and Jerry Jones won't pay him because this is the problem with paying NFL players, just athletes in general. How many high, 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 high paid players are on good teams. And it's the same issue with baseball. Baseball, you see it more. But you get all these guys begging for all this money. When you look at the sustained excellence of the Patriots for all that time, they didn't spend a lot of money on guys. And it's going to be interesting what happens with the Chiefs because the Chiefs just dropped all that money into Patrick Mahomes' uh, tenure. I want to say he's making close to 30 a year, 40 a year. So... It's cool, great, but who, how long are they going to be able to keep that talent around him with paying him that kind of money? Dak Prescott is not as good as Patrick Mahomes. He's not as good as Deshaun Jackson. Or, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson. He's not as good as Lamar Jackson. Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. He is not worth all that money. I don't blame Jerry Jones for not paying him. And um, I think there's a chance you might see Andy Dalton start a game or two this year. Because Dak's gonna get, Dak's gonna Dak, and he's gonna get whiny, and he's not gonna play. And I think that's honestly something that could happen. Uh, the Giants are on their way up, possibly. They have Daniel Jones. He looks good, um, or bet me, looks decent. He could only get better, hopefully, from last year. So we'll see what happens with the Giants. Uh, they do play Monday night. Now the Eagles have Carson Wentz. Will Carson Wentz stay healthy? The Eagles are gonna live and die on Carson Wentz. And then the Washington, not Redskins, the Washington Football Team. Um. Bottom of the division, they'll be lucky to win four games. Uh, the Bears, the Bears are interesting because in the NFC North, the Bears are interesting because uh, Mitch Trubisky's there, but Nick Foles is behind him, just waiting to take it. And Nick Foles is just a perennial backup, but Mitch Trubisky, it's hard to say that he's a starter, a long-term starter. So you have a perennial backup and a guy who might not be a starter battling for a starting job. Um, We'll see what happens, but I think that just makes the that just makes the team less even less effective and harder to watch. And that's gonna mean the Bears will be six and ten, five and eleven. The Lions are one of those teams. Matt Stafford's good. Does Matt Stafford have weapons around him to be great? Does the team have enough around it to be great? Who knows? Um the Lions can be good. Lions could possibly make a run for the playoffs, but I don't think any Lion fans upset with an 8-8 record either. And then the Packers, we talked a little bit about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to – he has a reason to play hard this year. I think the Packers will win that division. Um, 
And then my, the Minnesota Vikings, they have Kirk Cousins, man, and he's a good quarterback, potentially a good game here and there, and a bad game here and there as well. He's not great. Uh, the Vikings could possibly sneak in one of those wildcard spots as well. Uh, the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, and the now worst uniforms in the NFL because the Browns went back to something that looked a little more classic, and the Atlanta Falcons have what appear to be Walmart specials. Uh, the jerseys you can get at Walmart for like 12 bucks that aren't jerseys. They're just kind of jersey material. That's exactly what the Atlanta Falcons are wearing this year. Um, but the Atlanta Falcons went to the Super Bowl so four years ago now, and they've done nothing to get better. They tried to stay there. Nothing's getting them better. Um, Matt Ryan... Isn't doesn't look as good as he used to. Julio Jones doesn't look as good as he used to. Um, the Falcons don't play defense well. They don't seem to do much of anything well. Uh, Falcons six and ten. The Panthers. Teddy Bridgewater makes that team better. Cam Newton is not a good quarterback. Cam Newton's not a good quarterback in New England. Cam Newton was a good quarterback for a couple years. Cam Newton's now a head case. So having Carolina get Teddy Bridgewater, I think it's a three-horse race in that division. Uh, The Panthers Panthers could and possibly will beat the Buccaneers and the Saints. They'll play them twice. I think they'll win at least two of those games. So those four games they play against those teams, I think the the Panthers could win two of them Um, just because they're a better team. Christian McCaffrey's a a beast. Um, The kid just does everything and can do anything. So... It's going to be interesting to see that. Um, the Saints, Drew Brees, how much longer does Drew Brees have? He is my fantasy quarterback this year, so hopefully he has one season left to where he can do uh, do pretty good. But the Saints are that team. They're either going to be good or they're going to fall off the cliff, and this could be – it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, who is Drew Brees going to be? Who's the rest of that team going to be? Um, and then the, we talked a little bit about the Buccaneers. Uh, they're a brand-new team. It's it's the fighting Tom Brady's. Uh, with basically New England South with him and uh, Gronk. And then they added Leonard Fournette, LaShawn McCoy. They've got a bunch of good talent. Um, but again, it's the same thing with Breeze. Is you have Tom Brady, and is he good? Yeah, he's still good. He's 42 years old. and The dude doesn't throw it deep. Doesn't have that arm anymore. Not that he really had it. He never had a great arm. He never had a bad arm. He was just a very smart quarterback. And smarts can keep you around the league for a long time. But ultimately, it'll be interesting to see uh, what's going on. NFC West, I have been the most outspoken Kylie, Kyler Murray hater on the planet. Just ask my uncle. We have a nice little bet about that going on. But um, the Cardinals have gone out. They got Hopkins. They have Kenyon Drake. Uh, so I think that the Cardinals will be Decent this year, but they play in a very hard division. You have the Rams, you have the Niners, you have the the Seahawks. All three of those teams could feasibly win the division. The Seahawks are lacking a pass rush, but they're still a good team. Still have Russell Wilson taking snaps. Like overall, the Seahawks are almost guaranteed to go minimum eight and eight. That's kind of a given now with Pete Carroll there in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, the Niners can the Niners repeat what they had? The Rams. So the Rams went to the Super Bowl two years ago. People might not remember that. They didn't win, but they went to the Super Bowl. The Rams are now in their own state, or are now in their new stadium there, the SoFi, uh, like a SoFi Field or SoFi Stadium. And will the Rams be good enough to hang? Will they get better? Will 
they've done some things. McVeigh's been this brainchild genius, and we'll see what happens uh, there for sure. But uh, the Cardinals are getting better, but I don't think the Cardinals are going to be good enough to to compete in the division just because everyone else um, is so so much better. So I kind of covered that uh, rather fast and sporadically, but I say this is who I have winning divisions. I have the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC East, the Baltimore Ravens winning the North, the AFC South is going to go to the Texans, the NFC West goes to the Chiefs, and the wild cards of the AFC are going to be... I guess I have to pick them. I have to pick um, wild cards and just I'm going to say the Colts. <laughs> I'll say the Colts and the Titans. So we have Bills, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, Colts, and uh, Titans out of the AFC. There's some teams on here I didn't even really cover because you don't have to. Uh, the Raiders aren't that good. The Chargers aren't that good. And the Broncos aren't that good. So the Chiefs have to win the division by default. Um, the Chargers don't have Phillip Rivers for the first time since 2003. Um, Chargers going to struggle to win five games. The Raiders are in Las Vegas now. They're going to struggle to win five games. And the Broncos, I don't, I don't even know who their quarterback is. I don't think a lot of people know who their quarterback is. It's just a lot going on there that's not good. And I don't think the Bronco, I don't think the Broncos will be good until um, John Elway leaves. Uh, in the NFC, my playoff picks. I'm going to say the Eagles win the the East, the Packers win the North. Hmm. I'm going to say I'm going to surprise some people. I'm going to say the Panthers are going to win the South because I think the Saints and the Buccaneers. I think the Saints have a down year. I think the Buccaneers. I think Tom Brady's 42 years old, playing for a new team. I don't care how smart or how good he is. He's still a 42 year old man playing for a new team. Um, and then the 49ers, a wild card. I'm going to say the Saints. And the Rams. That's who I think is coming out of the divisions and out of the conferences. Um, I don't. I'm not going to try to pick who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I've never liked that. Um, but we'll see what happens. Overall, it's going to be a very uh, fun, fun season. It's fun to have some, 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 something, some sort of normal back in our lives, right? Uh, with with football back, it's 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 a Saturday, it's a Thursday, it's a Monday, it's a Sunday, you know, whatever, whatever team, whenever your team's playing, whatever level of, of football you enjoy. But I hope you can take this time to to enjoy having things back and enjoy having sports back. Um, thank you for tuning in to No Name Sports. I, I always do appreciate uh, those who do listen. I don't do these episodes nearly enough. I I probably should. So if you found this on my Facebook, please share. If you and share this with your friends, um, if you saw found this on my Instagram, do the same thing. Put it in your story and let your friends know. If you found this on my Twitter, I do accept um, strangers <laughs> on my Twitter. It is No Name Sports Show. No Name Sports S H O. Follow me on Twitter um, and interact with me on Twitter. You know, tell me I'm stupid and that the Cowboys are going to be better than I think they are, though they're not going to. Eight and eight. Um, but yeah, just interact. Let's let's have fun and enjoy this. Enjoy something that was some simplicity of norm, there, or something that returned to norm. There is no normal anymore. It doesn't seem like all you hear about is the new normal. But enjoy it. Enjoy something that resembles life before 
March 2020. And um, don't let other people ruin your good time. Uh, it's easy to get let politics and hate and everything else get get into other aspects of your life, but majority of you have rough lives as it is. And Sundays afternoons in the fall and Saturday afternoons in the fall are meant to watch football and enjoy it and have fun. Don't let someone else take that from you. Again, I'm Bob Marshall. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. God bless and go Browns.